Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Throwing Bows Podcast. I'm Cody. As always, I'm joined by Wes and Quentin. It's a beautiful Tuesday, and goddamn, there's some beautiful fights on the weekend. Oh my and god! Goddamn, oh. Charlie Olives looks like <laughs> Brazilian Quentin. Okay, I, I, I want to call him. I want to call him Charlie Olives too, but we got to put some respect on his name. Okay, we can't. I'm be sorry, but I can't fucking... not ever call him. Like I can't. I can't not. That is I will the lightweight call... champion of he... the world. <laughs> He's Charles here, Oliveira. Here, listen, listen, listen. You'll get this one time out of me. Charles Oliveira is the lightweight champion of the world and deserves it 100%. He does. But Dan Hooker ruined it, and I can never stop calling him Charlie Olives. So he is Charlie <laughs> Olives. I was that is literally Olivia. the greatest thing. And I watched those fucking press conferences, so I fucking died when I heard that. Like, that's... that's... I would put that on who the fuck is this guy level. Like, that's equal. <laughs> like, that's on that tier. Guy? Like... He single hand like McGregor basically ruined Jeremy Stevens by doing that and fucking even though Dan Hooker even <laughs> even though Charles Oliveira is the fucking champion, bro like everybody calls him Charlie Olive now. Fucking Michael Bisping just put an episode of his podcast I listened to because Darren Till was on it and they literally called the fucking episode something about olives. Like everybody's yeah, calling them olives they're bloody, now. They're bloody blokes. They're they're mates. They're fucking cunts. Everybody is calling olives now. Yeah, dude. It's hey, you leave those man. British boys alone. No, I'm not. I love them. Those are those are the cunts. Those are the fucking mates. No, all real though. Like uh, Michael Bisping might have the best MMA podcast out there. He might. I listened to a little bit of it, and I was like, "Damn, this is." She listened to a lot of it. It was fucking great. It's fun. all right. Onto the fights. Onto the fights. We won't waste anybody anybody's time. We got to get right into it. There was some good prelims. There was anything that's uh, stuck out to you guys? Uh, specifically on the prelims um oh god i, I can't even honestly remember what the fuck was on the prelims i know yeah shit quinton my cat the first night of the fight was like uh <clears throat> fucking the, fight. the first night a uh, night uh fight of the night was fucking dirty old submission i can't remember yep. what it was was it like a fucking triangle or something he it doesn't it say dirty. it just says submission it doesn't say the kind of submission though i'm trying to oh look. i feel like because yeah, that was the one fight i missed i missed that fight and then i got to see like 99 percent of the other ones it was soriano oh. got submitted like super oh, early i, I only know that because that cole fight. told me my brother told i know that because i had money on giago's um, yeah, see, I had I had money on Giagos too, but my brother asked me to put a parlay and had Soriano in it. And you're just and like, I was like, yeah, you're, I was like, your parlay's over. First night, fight of the night, yeah. Which I, it wasn't. <laughs> oh a bad well, bet. speaking of I'm that, I just have to bet. say, I am no longer a supporter of Dusty Betts because that man <laughs> went out there hey, and hey, made hey, a hey, bet and made a bet against me specifically after he heard that I had made the bet. Didn't even try to fucking warn me. And he heard me when I was making these bets. So I just feel slightly disrespected, you know? You're disrespecting our own guy. That's He that's also thinks that you're cursed, though. And I will I will fully believe him that you're kind of cursed. <laughs> <laughs> but it hurt. Well, I don't want to be cursed. I don't deserve this. Juju, Wes. You got bad it was Juju. Jamie Pickett, bro. I bet on Jamie Pickett to win. Oh, and then yeah. as Jamie soon Pickett as they ruined told... my night. I, oh, yeah, he ruined Jamie mine Pickett too. Ruined. And then as soon as as soon as I bet on Jamie Pickett and told told Dusty that he immediately went and put money on Jordan Wright. Wait, who said who said um before that fight happened that uh, Beverly Hills Ninja was gonna fucking smash him? And then no, like, I said that Jamie Pickett was gonna smash Beverly Hills Ninja because no, he can't but, take a punch. I know, but then I said Jordan Wright's gonna win, and then he did win. 
You told me Jordan Wright was going to win like five minutes before the fucking fight happened, and I already had had all my parlays in. Because I had a feeling. Because I had a feeling, dude. It just hit me. Quentin loves doing this five minutes before the fight. Like, they're walking out, and Quentin's like, I really think this guy's going to win. And I'm like, stop, don't say that. And then my guy gets knocked out like fucking 45 (laughs) seconds later. And I'm like, wow. My point still stands. Jordan Wright, the Beverly Hills Ninja, can't take a punch, and he will never compete at a high level. In that division, you'll we'll never be see. in. We'll see. I think he. I've... I think. I think he has a good skill set, and if he does, I think he's been working on um taking damage, and I think he's going to be not a champion, but maybe a high level. Just Stephen Thompson, the next like Stephen Thompson kind of. But I hate. Wow! I, hate I can't believe you just did that. Like, I, I can't believe you just compared him to Stephen Thompson. Well, guess what, Wes? It's a good comparison because they're both karate fighters. So, fuck you. <laughs> Stephen Thompson's the only good known karate fighter. I get it. <clears throat> uh, no, there's other good. Robert Whitaker so, uh, as as a karate fighter too. What? Yeah, he is. He's doesn't fucking look like it. Ocean karate. Okay, well, it doesn't fucking look like it. All right. <laughs> okay. He ain't well, doing no you. fucking traditional karate stance like Stephen. You see Stephen Thompson and fucking Jordan Wright kind of doing. Well, what about Leota Machida? The he's literally known as the Karate Kid. The dragon. I thought. I thought he was the dragon. Yeah. The dragon, but he's also known as like the karate guy. Like he won fights with a crane kick. Like nobody wins fights with a crane kick. I get I bet you guys don't even know what a crane kick is. Fuck you. <laughs> I throw them in UFC. I used to throw them in like UFC too. They're one of my favorite kicks to throw in UFC, and I've seen all the karate kids, and I actually practiced a crane kick once in uh in the in the two weeks of training I got to do before COVID. <laughs> a crane and body kick. A crane I, body kick. Fuck from you. Wesley. Because I jump, I can kick <laughs> to the head, you cocksucker. <laughs> anyway. Kick um... you right in the fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, what were we talking about? I got us off track. Uh, Jordan Wright can't Jamie take a punch. Pickett. Yeah, I still. But Jimmy Pickett, Pickett never punched him, so it didn't matter. That's like, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Though. So basically, so basically, Jordan Wright is a glass cannon. You could say Jordan Wright's a glass cannon. Yeah. He either beats the piss out of the guy and doesn't get touched, or he gets hit like three times and loses. Is Bro, watch the watch else? the Jordan Wright and the Buckley fight. Buckley punched him like two times, and you immediately saw on his face was like, "Oh, I don't want to be here anymore." Quentin, what are you what are you trying to get out here? You're trying to get something out. Your defense. No, I was just trying to say, is there anybody that's also like comparison to a glass cannon, like somebody who does? I know Brock Lesnar did not like getting punched, so he would wrestle you a lot to try to avoid taking any stand up damage. But I can't. Think I'm of not gonna anything. lie, we've kind of moved we've kind of moved past the point. It almost seems of like guys not being able to take some damage and keep going like yeah. unless they're very high level and they just beat the crap out of everybody yeah and like the only times they ever really like look bad at any point is the that like the nights they lose i don't know it just seems like there's not very many guys who who can't you know come back from adversity now in the ufc like that's why comebacks are so amazing yeah. too sometimes yeah. because both guys don't want to give up and it, it's just it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, Charlie Olives is even an example because that was the whole uh, shit talk that Michael Chandler had was that he was going to break him and make him give up because in a bunch of his losses, he had gotten hit with a hard shot and then just kind of like dropped or whatever. And then, no. man, got his fucking ass beat. Okay, we'll get to But that. we'll wait for that. We'll wait for that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, yeah but I was okay. just saying, that was a good... Anyway, it's just an example. Yeah. Um, Venata was Venata on the prelims or was that on the? Oh, he was on the prelims and he looked yeah, okay. so smooth. That was a. Oh yeah, he looked unreal. 
he looked so clean with his striking, just like like they said, he was flowing. He was just like feeling the vibe, like kind of like Yuri Prozaka when he fights. It's just kind of like a flow to his like movements and shit, and it was awesome. I thought he looked really fucking good. Yeah, once Jamie Pickett kind of ruined my night, it, it was almost kind of like, uh, well, I didn't know what I was going to do. And then, Quentin, you asked if anybody had, I can't even remember who the Mike fuck Fernando was fighting. Yeah, you asked if anybody had Grundy, and I was like, why, should I? And you're like, no, take no, the other do guy. Not, do not have Grundy. <laughs> so, and then I was like, Dustin also said, yeah, I got Venata. And I was like, okay, if both these motherfuckers think this guy's going to win, I I'm also pretty good he's going to win. Right so we all put that. money. Yeah, I put money down to like try and get some money back, and he, he did come through, so that was nice. Well, there was. I think a lot okay. of people would have picked Grundy because of his record, but I knew that he doesn't have that much experience in the UFC. Even though he his loss came to uh, Ivolov or whatever his name is, Mosar, the really good yeah uh, Russian guy. Um, but I knew that he didn't have the experience Venata had on the feet, and I thought Venata could has a more well round. So I was definitely happy to see Venata win and I thought he was going to because he's been around for fucking forever that was a good pick and it fucking came through pretty nicely what didn't work out so great is that you said you and Dusty both said Yakare was a good pick which he was yeah but things definitely did not go his way in that fight no and I thought Yakare was gonna win but then I put at the lot like I do at the most times I picked I switched it and I put yeah at this point I had rage bet the rest of my money in the account because Dusty pissed me off by betting against me and winning so I <laughs> just was full tilted after that I put Munez on but uh... but seeing Jacare have his arm snap because I'm a sick fuck kind of made me like it made me not feel bad anymore Jesus True. Christ oh my god yeah, hey man, hey man, I was upset because I lost fucking twenty bucks on Bodog. This man just had his arm snapped in half. You know, I made me it made me not feel so bad, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> somebody who's been who like earns money for fighting breaks his arm and is probably done. That makes me feel a little bit better about myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, as as it makes me not feel age, so bad. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like he's in a way shittier situation now than I am, so you're Makes right, you feel you're better. Right. You're right. Um, it's all about perspective. Was, I, I kind of, I, I was thinking Jacare was gonna win, but on verdict, I wanted to do like, cause like you, what, uh, Cody, you do this a lot. You like XP, XP whore. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I have, he was I've the underdog, and I thought, mate, well, maybe Jacare is losing a step, like kind of like a lot of fighters do. I honestly had no idea who the fuck this meanest guy was, dude. I haven't seen him fight either, but he's been on like a, a he's on a win streak. He's been like winning his fights and shit. I was like, this guy's getting to fight Jacare? Okay, fuck. I didn't even know really who he was. I'll be completely honest. But I thought it was kind you? of a gimme. I thought it was kind of a gimme after the whole Kevin Holland thing. So Yeah, that's true. That's what I thought too. But it yeah. was not. It was not. Six fight win streak, four wins by knockout, thirteen wins by submission. Yeah. He's he, Jeez. Yeah. It's not he's, showing me his full record, but Yeah, he beat he, Soza, he beat some guy named Fabinski before that, and then oh, before the that, guy? yeah, yeah, I know him. He looks like a less fat version of fucking <laughs> shit. I don't know, why I'm blanking on it. A less fat version of shit. Alexia oh, Linux. Okay. Alexia, <laughs> L- fuck you. A less fat version of Alexia Linux. True. Um, uh, fuck. Yeah, but um, that was kind of surprising. He broke his arm. That kind of. I was kind of. I think it was just. I think it was honestly just like 
the situ the position they were in. Like, yeah, yeah, that wasn't intentional. Obviously, it was just the way his arm, the angle of his arm, and the way he was like rolling. That man's tough as fuck. Like he was just like, obviously oh, yeah. was in pain. He was just chilling. Like wasn't even holding his arm. Was just Dude, like, oh, it's all good. They were talking about how he broke his arm against uh, a Hoyer uh, Gracie when they were rolling, and he stopped. He he like stuffed his broken arm into his uh, tights or like his gi, and then kept going or whatever. That's insane. Yeah. So they were talking. Some dudes about- are absolutely fucked though. Yeah. Like when we talk about the Tony fight late in a, in a couple minutes, like that that was absolutely fucking stupid. It's all about but willpower, I- baby. I want to no, talk. I want to get on, and I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about the Barboza fight. Oh, uh, just, just yes, because... my boy. I don't know. I'm the not guy sure that if Quentin this was, uh... was disrespecting. Dude, he's my out here. Fighter. I just said. That well, he apparently he fucking isn't because you're out here saying Shane Burgos is gonna beat him. So I didn't apparently say Shane Burgos was gonna beat him. I said Shane Burgos has a good chance of beating him, but I would love to see Barboza win. Well, in in Quinton's defense, hey, 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 in Quinton's Quinton's defense, he fucking, he told Dustin that he was going for Barboza whenever we were talking in the group chat, so. Yeah, I did. I I said Barboza's going to probably win, but on the podcast, I did say Burgos might win, like, I was. I don't know, in my mind, dude, he got beat for three rounds straight by I wouldn't say it was a complete. It wasn't complete domination by any means. I understand he got the good, he got a good finish and stuff like that. Like that was a weird finish. We'll talk about that. But like, yeah, that was, yeah, that was weird. That was, but I honestly think just fight wise. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Quentin, you go ahead, man. No, he was like transported into like another dimension. Like he was, he, his body, his soul left his body. Like he was still like operating, but like he wasn't there. And then all of a sudden, and dude, in like the after interviews, he said like he was fully cognizant the entire time. Like he, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why he took the hit, and he was still ready, and then all of a sudden, he's like, and he basically was just like, and then all of a sudden, I just slowly couldn't start feeling my legs, and that's why I just started stumbling backwards, and just couldn't kind of move. Like, obviously, he was knocked out when he was on the ground, but, yeah, he said the whole time when he was, like, stumbled until he stumbled and fell, he was, like, fully cognizant, and he was just like... stopped <laughs> it as soon as he fell to the ground. I don't know why. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know why he fucking... Who was that? Was that Mike Beltran? No. No. Don't you disrespect Mike Beltran like that. No, well, if no, it was him, know, he deserves to be disrespected. I agree, but it wasn't him, yeah, so that fuck was you. A stupid. He was fucking. Ugh. He was. That no, was just shit. it was clearly, and I mean, he like looked over him, watched over him. It's like the dude's laying there. I I was a little bit scared when it first happened. I'm not gonna dude, lie. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Honestly, I honestly, I mi- I missed it live. Literally, this fucking when I was watching it, the stream lagged right as that happened, and then when. It got reloaded and came back. The fucking... They were interviewing Edson after. We're like, what the fuck? And then they showed the replays, and I was like, holy shit. I thought but yeah, man, that was... I thought he so weird. his ankle or something, to be honest. Like, how it's been happening recently. I thought he, like, tweaked his ankle and then, like, fell backwards. But then it was just... I don't know. I was like, what the fuck? But was I don't a... know, like... what He got checked out, and I guess he's fine, so... Yeah, he was fine. It was just weird that... The, the weird stutter... But Edson was a fucking surgeon. And those fucking spinning back kicks, oh, those were fucking... Edson is a fucking animal! I know he is. I know. I know. He's the fucking man. He's, he's the greatest surgeon. kickboxer ever in the UFC, in my opinion. Like, mixed yeah. martial oh, 100%. He's, easy, he's easily in my top five favorite fighters. Easy. Yes. 
Him, Darren Till, and who would I put at my number three? I don't know. Uh, I like Overeem a lot, but like Overeem, he's not, yeah, he's on the he's OC anymore. Not fighting anymore, but um, the all time Overeem's in uh, my top five. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, but yeah, he's a fucking monster, dude. No, uh, hell of a performance. It was a hell of a performance from fucking Barboza. And Burgos Barboza. is a tough motherfucker. How many dudes have you seen taken? Like, take that many leg kicks from Edson Barboza and keep oh moving my forward. God, yeah. It was and insane started, to me. And then he started feeding him leg kicks and shit. And his, he made his fucking shin bleed. Yeah. That shit it was, was nasty. nuts. That was my fight. Might be my fight of the year so far, to be honest. That's a good... It's a good pick so far. I believe it won fight of the night, uh, unless the main event did. But I, I think they got the bonus money. Yeah, no, they got the, they got the fight of the night. They got the 75K? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, hell yeah. That's I love that. I it was a very, yeah, it was deserving that. of it. Yeah, yeah. It was and somebody good. somebody was commenting and being like, it should be 70. I saw it on Instagram. They're like, it should be 75K every event. It's like, okay, I understand you like the UFC makes a lot of money, man. But if you actually think they're going to give out fucking, 70, se- like they're going to bump it up that much for money. fight nights, like yeah. fight nights that nobody's fucking watching. Like, they're you crazy, dog. Yeah. yeah that- that doesn't make much. I think they should just do it for big cards, like the Moreno versus. If he did uh, that for like, let's say, let's say you did that for every actual like pay per view, then like, sure. Even yeah, seventy five k for bonus for yeah, pay per views is fine. Gar- Garbrandt versus Fawn, which is almost a one fight, uh, card. But I mean, Hermanson versus Shabazzian's on that, but it's still. Hey, hey, hey! Don't you fucking oh never mind. Well, okay. I was about to give you shit because I thought uh. I thought Angela Hill's fighting on that card, but it's next card. No, she's, she's on fighting the... on, I'm pretty sure, next yeah, week or later. some shit. Yeah. Um, but sorry, sorry. Yeah, but okay, we'll we'll get to that soon. But um, yeah, Barboza is a surgeon. He's a fucking assassin. That dude is making a run, I think, and we'll see where he goes. But he looked good. He's in great shape too, man. Featherweight Barboza's fucking bitches up. Yeah, that guy is shredded. He's always been shredded. He has like that weird kind of like body body. He's just an animal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we that. talked about on the on the last episode. I, I think we talked about him just having a lot of miles on him, even for the age or whatever. That's having being in the UFC for a long time and, and being yeah. a, just being around. But man, he looked good. He didn't show those miles at all. And yeah, I was very I was very fucking impressed. That's they all said I have he had to a say. Great camp too. Like his camp was really fucking like. Yeah, but here's the thing: Edson hasn't really gotten knocked out that much. So like, it's yeah. happened. Like twice, I think, right? Like I can only think of one first off the top of my head, but I think it I maybe think there was, was one two. In UFC. I think there was, and wasn't it Paul Felder? Yeah, it was like Paul Felder or somebody like yeah, it was something weird like that. But like yeah, he hasn't. So that's another thing. When I was picking it, I was like, okay, so he hasn't really been knocked out. And Shane Burgos is a guy who loves KOing. Like he's a big knockout guy, and I think a Barbosa is a better striker all around. So. That was like mine. Like once I thought it over, I was like, "Yeah, Barboza probably he could win it." Like he has a he's a better all around striker than him. So, anyway, let's move on to the next. What's the next fight on the card? What was the I I can think of the next exciting fight being Tony. Uh, but well, Kaylin Chukagian fought Viviane. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. This okay. Well, we don't even need to talk about the actual fight. Every everybody who saw the fight. Just wants us to like just look, and everyone already knows this, but everyone wants us to say this. I'm sure G-tab. that decision was fucking horseshit. It was two rounds. It was one and two to Arajuo, and like I, I said, Vivian was gonna fucking win last week, and she did win the fight. 
She did, yeah, but she did. The, the judges didn't give it to her. And I mean, yeah. all fucking three of them, I'm pretty sure, didn't give it to her. It was it was awful. It was disgusting. That was, yeah, she didn't even get a single fucking round. Yeah, it was a unanimous decision. It wasn't a split. No, and I missed <clears throat> some parts of that fight, but I could, like, from what I saw, because my stream started lagging, um, she was fucking destroying her for the first two rounds. Obviously, the third round was Chukagian, but, like, man, I don't know. I No, it was what, clearly a 29-28. Like, that, they didn't... Yeah, I don't know. There was what nothing they... in my mind that that saw it any differently. And if like one judge gave the fucking was twenty nine twenty, if it was like a split and one judge gave the second, I was like, I would have been like, okay. But the first was clearly uh, Vivian. Vivian. Yeah. yeah. Did also I think she tapped? I think Jukagian tapped. It was close. It was a Brazilian tap. It was close. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Brazilian tap. <laughs> fucking dusty. Um, I don't know. I, I, because some, like, Joe Rogan was like, oh, maybe she's, like, trying to find her other hand to, like, grab, like, hug, uh, Vivian around, like, around her, like, waist or whatever. But I was like, no, like, that's, that wasn't it. She no, you know, it wouldn't look like that. You know where your fucking hand is. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you guys are just, like, sometimes the, they give them the benefit of the doubt or they try to, like, make excuses. I'm like, come on, guys. These guys are, these are, these aren't fucking children. They're professionals. These are she guys. tapped and she went to tap and I think either she, she got a better position or um, Vivian let go of it and yeah. that she didn't tap. She didn't like she, she gave like a one tap. You know she didn't give the fucking WWE fucking you know slamming the hand on the fucking <laughs> you know but like yeah I don't know. You don't need a three count in the UFC. If no. I don't know, I don't know. I wouldn't have been mad if they stopped it. But obviously, I had money on fucking Vivian, so obviously, I wasn't gonna be mad if they stopped it. Yeah, I had Vivian on verdict too, and I was not happy. I know Chikagian's like she's good, and she looked good in that third round. She she got her striking down like pretty well, and she looked like she could go another couple rounds, like two more. But I think Vivian should have won because she dominated the two. Like, yeah, dom- that's was- that'll be that's a fight where it looks like open scoring could be very helpful because I would almost assume I would almost guarantee that Vivian thought she was up two rounds to none going yeah. into that third round. And when she was down, she she didn't have to press for another takedown or put herself into a sticky situation because she probably thought, she, you know, I got two rounds in the bag uh, in the bag. Just don't fucking, you know, die yeah, here. Exactly. And, I and, think- uh, and then, then, but she doesn't, the ju- the judges don't have it that way. But like, if there was open scoring, she would know going into that round that she's got to do something. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to find, if, if like UFC or Dana White or whoever is going to finally address this issue. Cause like everyone, everyone talks about it and like, yeah, but it's not him though. It's the athletic commissions. Like obviously you could say something to them, but it's not I'm like saying. you can go and just be like, Hey, fuck you. You're never doing a UFC fight. It's the commissions. There should be like, okay, maybe you do have the judges or whatever, but get guys who have fucking done this before or get the fans. Because I, I feel like fans have way better. Bro, oh, us three could 100% judge a fight better than fucking Chris Lee. Yeah, exactly. Whoever this fucking guy is. I don't know what he looks like, but I'll fucking kick his ass. Hell yeah. I just have one, I just have one question. If there's like a judo competition or like a uh like jujitsu, any kind of other martial art. Um, whenever they are like, if they need judges, would they be under the boxing commission too? Is it just like one combat sports commission? Most because likely. it almost seems like we need a mixed martial arts commission. Yeah, there needs. Yeah, exactly. Yes, needs- but like, 
I don't know. I just feel like they'd be too lazy. The boxing or is commission, it just an athletic man, commission? Like, there I'm was, confused. No, I think there is different commissions. Like, there's the boxing commission or whatever. And I think that's what the UFC uses. I don't know. I feel like boxing would lose a whole lot of money if the UFC didn't have to use their commission or some shit like that. I don't know. I really don't know. I wonder how much they get paid because it's probably way too much. Right? <laughs> yeah. They could obviously get amateurs to do it and they would get better decisions. <laughs> well, um, like the one girl that was, I can't even remember what card it was, but the one girl was literally sitting on her fucking phone and Joe Rogan was like, hey, this girl's sitting on her phone, not even watching the fight. And she's supposed to be judging it. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck is this? How much are you paying terrible. these people? Fuck. I don't know. They should, UFC should create their own, like, even like retired guys or stuff like that. Like I would hire those. Just do the same thing that they were doing with commentary. Just get retired fucking fighters that were like Din high Thomas. level. Even Din Thomas, get fucking Din Thomas to fucking be a judge. That guy's that guy when he does his little like um uh play by play or whatever. Like when they go from like sideline, yeah, reporting. He does a great job, and I think he know understands way better than any of those judges do. Obviously, he's a fucking fighter, but I don't know. I think it's fucking dumb. I'm, it pisses me off. What do you know, Quentin? What do you know? Nothing. I don't know fucking anything. <laughs> <laughs> no one else is dumb? What? Fat motherfuckers like Rogerio Bontorin cutting fucking like 30 plus pounds to make fucking... Man. Bantamweight or, fat or whatever. Like, you fat fuck, just fight up a weight class. Matchnell looked good too, man. I thought Matchnell looked actually really good. And that's because Matchnell is a natural... He's not like a natural 135er, but like he looks like like he'd naturally be a bantamweight, or he could even be a flyweight even. And then you got fat fuck Bonturin that even came in overweight, couldn't even make 135 because he was like 160 or some shit. I saw people well, saying there was in, reports of. He did step of. in for um uh who was who was wasn't it Adrian? No, not Giannis. <clears throat> oh Perez, Alex Perez. He stepped in for Alex Perez. Man, I don't. Yeah, but still like. If your walk around weight is like 160 pounds or more, why in the fuck are you fighting at bit? Like, bro, cut. Yeah. Like, that's just, I don't know. I understand weight cutting is a thing, but straight up, I think you're a humongous pussy if you're cutting more than like 10 fucking 15 pounds tops. Like, I understand people's natural weights are weird compared to the weight classes, but like, bro, you're walking around at 160 something and you're fighting at 135. Like, you yeah. fat sack of shit. Like,. He's fight a up little, a fucking weight class. Go fight bantamweight. Potatoes. Like he was like he's literally a potato bag with legs and arms. No, literally, it's just yeah. like fuck, man. You know who you reminded me of actually was um the, who's the Swedish hammer or whatever the hell they call that guy. He what? fights a middle. He fights a middleweight, but he's like five foot nine or five foot eight, and he's gigantic. But he's <laughs> short. A uh, Lat Lati Lati. Is he like Lulier, uh... Latifi? Latifi, yeah, that guy. Yeah, well, he's fighting Tanner Bowser in uh, in a couple. Is weeks. he in heavyweight now? Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's hilarious. Because that guy's <laughs> like five foot eight. Like he's he's just a literal fucking walking like tank. Like, but he's like putting so... the money on Tanner. I'm putting always, the money always on Tanner. Canadian. But that's who Bodrian reminded me of because how fucking thick he is for this fucking weight division. Um. But anyway, yeah. Sorry, not I mean, not trying hey, to just be an won, asshole but... and be like fuck the Schnell fight, but I want to move on to Tony Tony. No, I'm I'm fine. I just wanted to go my little rank because I was pissed off about it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's the, the, but that's fine. I, I'm okay. I, I'm good. You're gonna live. All right, R.I.P. Tony time. 
It's definitely not going to happen. He said he's not retiring. No, I get it. Like, he doesn't have to retire, but he's not going to be, like, high level. Like, he's not going to be – I don't know, man. He's not going to be, like, a top five guy. No. There's definitely oh, no. five guys in that division better than him, and that's not even including Habib. Yeah. I mean, Dariush is now not – he hasn't replaced Tony. But Dariush got put up to number three. Yeah. He's now up there. Now he's he's taking that spot, and now Ferguson is, like – He's very much on the down. Like he's gonna be like the, He's gonna have his Woodley. This is gonna be his Woodley run. Um, I hate to be an asshole. I hate to be an asshole. And I really do. But how much do we really count a Tony Ferguson win for at the? Uh, what I mean, like who beats him? Like like who beats him? Like we got Gate. So now we have Gaethje. Yeah. Who who fought? We got Oliveira, who uh, obviously is the champion. But I yeah. mean, he's also only he's beat Chandler, who only beat Hooker. So yeah, yeah. he really isn't. You see where there's gonna we're gonna start running into a lot of fucking issues here, and then you have, uh, and then you have Darius. It's like one of those three guys isn't gonna, like, you know, yeah. like there's how are those those you're gonna tell me that those are the top three guys in the entire way? I mean, that's not even including McGregor, Poirier. Like, it's I don't know, I don't know that Tony is maybe a, a fifteen to ten guy now, and I'm worried that if he fights another up and coming killer. Or a guy who's just you know more in his prime than him, it, he's yeah. gonna get he's gonna get a worse beating. You know, like he got the shit kicked out of him against Gaethje. Like, let's be honest, like he did. Oh, wasn't like a he domination, had the soul taken from him. But he was getting his ass beat. Yeah, and it's like Dariush wasn't really beating him up. He was more just controlling him. So the I mean, that was good but for the him. Wrestling was good. That was solid. Fucking he. He was doing everything right, but obviously it's not like a memorable win because it wasn't like a guy a gaichi who's just fucking memorable win he fucking broke his leg bro basically he didn't obviously break his leg but he fucking see but like i don't know i didn't go away from that fight i didn't go sorry i didn't go away from that fight feeling as like impressed in dariush as i did whenever the Oliveira fight was done or even the gaichi fight like i was way more impressed i don't know what it is like i was just more impressed by what they did to tony versus yeah. What Darius did to Tony, but it's not the taking away. He definitely dominated him. He he won the fight every round. It's just, it's and it's also coming off of those two losses already. So like, yeah. yeah, it doesn't feel as special. But Darius also turned heel in this. Uh, in this, what I love. Yeah, apparently. Well, not in my eyes. I think it was totally just funny what he said. No, it was just because everybody was booing him all the time. Yeah. What is he supposed to do? You know. He, it was the weirdest post-fight interview I think I've ever seen, honestly. It's kind of sickening, and I know the Brazilians do it too, but fuck, it's kind of sickening with the Americans where they're like just drunk and they don't care about the fight. They're like, this guy's American and that guy's not oh, American? Yeah. Oh my God, fuck so, that guy. I fucking hate him yeah. so much. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> literally so stupid. He's from so California. Dumb. Boo, but also by Iran. Or no, it's like he's from California. Yeah, and then by the way of Iran, boo, boo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like damn. It's like goddamn, he's American. Boo, still he's like brown. Like I, I get mean, it. they're the booing Charlie Olives for the, the most USA part too. Are cool and all, but mm-hmm. well, it's also Texas, man. That that fight. Yeah, I know, I know. I shouldn't be judging all of USA by the actions of Texas, but I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of states that do it. Oh, 100. It's an old wrestling thing. Like, 
you, you got Hulk Hogan to be the good guy because he was the American. So you got Iron Sheik to be the bad guy because he's from Iran. And Iran is considered to be terrorism. Like, literally. Um, so they'll just boo anything. Oh, he looks different than us. Boo. Oh, he talks different. Boo. He doesn't follow our exact uh, ways of life. Boo. Oh, boo, boo. Yeah. <laughs> Quentin's just going at him. <laughs> Fuck the Texans, I guess. Dude, do you think? Did you watch the? Did you see the fight in the crowd? I watched the video. No, okay, I didn't see the video. Was the what the what? Did you get a video of it? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah, can I post? You think I'll be able to post it on our fucking page? Maybe. Yeah, I can send it to the page. All right. Um, All right. I don't know what they were. There's no context. I didn't get any context, but I saw the I saw the brawl. I'll send it to the group chat. People can. Watch Who needs context? Yeah. Somebody was hammered and somebody else was hammered and they fought. Yeah, exactly. Well, the USA chants were literally going, like, right before that. Right before the fight started. Yeah, and I swear it was the Brits. I swear it was those Brits that were shown when Mike Grundy was out. Because there was, like, two guys with, like, like, a British flag. And I swear those guys got in a fight with a couple of Texas... You want to say you want to say fucking sooks, mate? You bunch of coots, and then all these fucking Texans were what you saying? Immediate scrap. This is basically what it was. It was oh you ah boo boo. He's from he's from England, man. He's from England, and then all of a sudden these fucking Brits came. Hey, fucking block, fucking piece of shit, aren't you? Fucking wanker. (laughs) And then fucking, yo, what he say about us? And then fucking, <laughs> uh, and then it was just fucking. There's like twenty Texans versus like two fucking cheeky cunts from the, from uh, fucking Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, your accents are. I don't. I don't know, man. What? They're pretty good. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. I won't lie. <laughs> they're not that good. To be <laughs> we'll be. Didn't want to fucking bum you out too much. I didn't want. I mean. Like, now we, I guess we can team. move on to the Charlie Ellis fight. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so I wasn't have like I like I said before, Jamie Pickett kind of ruined my night. Wasn't having yeah. a great one, so I had thirty dollars left in my fucking Bodog account, and I was like, "Fuck it, put all thirty of it on fucking Charles to win." And I already had a twenty dollar bet with my buddy on Charles, so I had like fifty dollars riding on him. Damn. And uh, at the end of the first round, I messaged you guys, and I was like. I think Chandler's gonna gas. I think Chandler's gassed, but I don't know if it's gonna matter. I don't think and he was we'll- even gassed, honestly. Like I, don't I think that definitely was think issue. he was. I definitely think he was. I definitely think uh, he was too. Yeah, he After was way he slower. Him on the back of his, uh, when he slammed him, when he was in the rear naked choke. Yo, that was fucking sick, though. Yeah, it was sick, but it was also dumb because he. It was the worst thing you could do. He, when he started um, hooked his legs in and he was straddling the back, I was like, dude, he's wasting so much energy trying to get out of this shit. Um, yeah, I think that was really fucking dumb of him. Like he, that- he almost had the fight stop. But I mean, if you realistically, if you listen to what everybody, I mean, lots of people were saying, including us, it wasn't just us. Like it wasn't something that he fucking, it was groundbreaking they, or whatever. They could have stopped that fight and you really couldn't have been mad about it if they did. No, 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 no. I'm not even saying that though. But like when we're all talking about how the we thought the fight was gonna go, it was like Charles by late finish or like you know third, fourth, fifth round finish or a decision. And I was thinking decision to be honest. But in every scenario, it's like but Chandler could knock him out early. So it's like we knew that Chandler was gonna be coming hot, and mm-hmm. 
you was basically Charles just had to survive the onslaught at the beginning. We've seen lots of fights like this. This isn't the first time where you almost know like this guy's going to go ham. I mean, our heavyweight champion's kind of one of these guys right now. So it seems that's mm-hmm. like you, if you can get him out of the first or even like second round, he doesn't have a whole lot left in the tank. And I think Chandler had a lot. He has got exciting fights, man. He's going to have a lot of exciting fights in the UFC, but even in Bellator, he didn't have he the wasn't length. Perfect. Yeah, he wasn't perfect. He didn't have the length. He didn't have he he just wanted to get in there and brawl, which is great. But a guy no like Charles, man, he's tough. He made that decision. He was laying on his back and he could have gave up. Yeah. Fucking kicking. He wasn't gonna yeah. give up, man. Like he 20 over a decade in like what 20 fights or something like that. Like there was no way this man was giving up and he didn't. This was his and I mean I'm office. so fucking proud of Charles. I man. It's so good. It's such a good feeling. I fucking lost my mind. Because I Charlie Olives got broomstick sticker than that boy. <laughs> but he fucking got the dub, so Yeah, man. He fucking he worked for it, man. He had to he had the Rocky moment. It was uh it was everything. And yeah, man, as I said, like honestly, I definitely feel like you could say that that you could have stopped the fight when Chandler was beating him on the fucking ground. Yeah. Well, they didn't. They let him go, and I, I have no complaints. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm impartial because I don't have any like ties. Like, I, I don't like any of these fighters like a super amount or anything. Like, I don't d- dislike them, but they're definitely not either of my favorite fighters. And I didn't have money on them, so I was just like, well, whoever wins, whoever wins, I just want to see a good fight. Wes, wasn't it like two weeks ago? Wasn't it two weeks ago or three weeks ago? You were talking about like you don't want to see early stoppages, like especially in title fights. You want. Like yeah, yeah, death. yeah. I, I do. Remember well, if I that. can't remember what fight it yeah. was, but you were super yeah, no, sour yeah. about it. Yeah, no, I agree. Like you gotta. That's the thing, man. Like here's like yeah, you could have argued that it could have been stopped, but I'm like, I'm not complaining that I wasn't. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that it could have been stopped. And I wasn't. I wouldn't have been sour, but I mean, it's a good thing it wasn't stopped because this is clearly the thing. Charles. I'm was sitting here saying you it could have been stopped, but I like would bet you money that if it had been stopped, I'd be sitting here saying it was a fucking title fight. You should have tried to let him fucking survive or whatever. No, I just thought but it was that's funny exactly just what the way they did, you were like so. we're going about it. I'm like, why do you give Wes a bit? I I'm pretty sure you don't you want late you don't want early stoppages or No know. sir. I mean, Charles was still fighting. Just he was bleed. still fighting off his back. That's the beautiful yeah. part of it all, is he yeah. was not giving up. No, exactly. And those up kicks were really good, actually. Those were really solid. So, like, it was a smart maneuver. Um, is there anything yeah. that stuck out to you in this fight, uh, Quinton, that kind of gave Oliveira the win? Uh, other than, obviously, I'm saying stamina was a big part of it, but what do you think? I think that, well, like I said it earlier, I think that when he had his back and he tried to drop him, like, slam him, from the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that was the turning point. I think that was a turning point where he kind of fucked it up and he wasted a lot of energy with Oliver on his back because Oliver was honestly, I thought he was like, I thought he could got the rear naked choke, honestly, right there. Um, and I think he, yeah, there's not very many back. guys who can get Oliver off their back, yeah, exactly. No. And but yeah, no, you go, you go, you go. I no, I was trying not to interrupt, but I was just gonna say, yeah, like, I think the turning point was. When Chandler got Charles off his back, Charlie Olives off his back, and then also when he almost got him out of the got got him out of there in the first round, and then when Charlie Olives back, because two things: one, I guarantee that made Chandler 
be like, well, fuck, I definitely got to be extra wary of that because that was worse than I thought. I guarantee yeah. you he thought that. And then on top of that, he was just like, oh, well, I almost got this motherfucker out of here, so he, I could definitely get him out of here if I go. So I think that gave him... I think... No, yeah, no, 100%. I think he got complacent in the fact that he's like, well, I just know I need I to can't let him take me down. So he was wary of the takedown, which obviously allowed Charles to be able to land the shots because I saw a slow-mo video and somebody's and like pointed out that Chandler literally had the perfect opportunity to just throw a big left bomb and he would have smoked Charles and it would have connected before Charles punch did, but he just kind of didn't. He kind of just like went back into his stance and after watching it's just like, well, fuck. Well, yeah, because he had just thrown just... a punch though. He had just got done throwing a like, yeah. Oliveira opened up, Chandler threw, no, I know, missed, but when you, wa- when you watch it, he could have. Yeah, no, but that's because instead of throwing the big overhand, he threw, like, the fucking check left or whatever. If he would have just thrown the big overhand, he would have been boom. But, I mean, obviously, hey, whatever. Like, man was worried of the fucking takedown, so obviously he probably wasn't thinking about that shit. He definitely went into his corner being like, I just threw at the, my best thing at him, and it didn't stop. Like, he it, it, he kept going. So, I think he kind of got – it's it's crazy to say that he got flustered after the first round. But I feel like he got flustered after the first round. And he was tired. But maybe I'm just reading into it. Maybe he wasn't. He was just careless. Hello? Hello? Yeah, no. I'm just watching my dad <laughs> play with the fucking dog outside. And that's not really a part of the podcast. But I'm just fucking glad to hear that your dad's playing with the dog. <laughs> uh fuck you guys want to answer some fan questions we actually have some this week yeah yeah we'll fucking move on to that uh, man i'm just uh, it was an exciting pay-per-view i can't believe we got we got back-to-back exciting pay-per-views wait, you know wait. what i mean How- sorry um this isn't gonna be part of the podcast but i just want to say this do you want to do um another show like thursday and we do the font garbrandt card yeah yeah, we can. No, we yeah, we're. I wasn't even planning on getting that to that today. Exactly. That's why I was saying, do you want to do that like Thursday and just have like a quick, uh, prediction kind of just episode of just whatever? Maybe get Dusty well, on. Well, if we want to do that, we could just do like an Instagram live and yeah, get Dusty on there and make it like a thing like that. Yeah. Then no, that sounds that that definitely seems like it would be uh doable Thursday night or whatever. Because yeah. I don't even work. I don't even work Friday, so. Of course okay. you don't. Buddy, I fucking work Dude, my ass off. Like I don't have to. Like, Buddy, you don't. I don't. Want, I work my. I don't want to hear it. I work more hours than you. You you fucking paint lines, and I fucking hammer and fucking hold big ass fucking. Nail I have guns to and... use my fucking brain. You just stand there like a fucking mindless piece of meat. Buddy, I'm a carpenter. I'm a car. Don't talk Shut to me. I'm in the, the brotherhood. I'm in the, the brotherhood, bro. He's don't fucking talk to me like that. <laughs> That's fucking hard. Okay, anyways, I want to get on to the fan questions. Yes. All right, the first one, the first one that is probably the, my, it was my favorite question that got sent in. It's from Momentum WOD. They're pretty, uh, they're a pretty cool brand. They, they kind of do like fitness things online. It's not a sponsorship, but they like a lot of our posts and we interact with them and stuff, but Momentum WOD and the, I don't, they do a lot of different fitness things and it's mixed in with martial arts, some of it. So it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, but they had uh, this to ask. They said two of the three judges in the main event scored at Michael Chandler in ten uh, eight in the first round. Do you agree with this? Quentin, I'm going to ask you first and then we'll go to Wes. Uh, yeah, I would. I, 
Uh, Kenny, yeah, I guess. Like, Oliver was pretty, like, pretty controlled and pretty, um, I don't know. I think he, I think, yeah, I would agree with that probably. With the shots that he took and everything and um, kind of the, uh, he had a takedown, right? Chandler? Chandler had a no. takedown? I don't know if it's on the official. I was like, I don't think so, but it might be. There might have been a look one. right now, but I don't believe so. I don't think he did either. Yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't even attempt he didn't, one. He didn't. No, so I, yeah, I guess a 10-8 makes sense because he was pretty controlled, but I, I could see it easily like a 10-9 maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah, because I feel like a 10-8, you have to kind of. You have to have I more. I feel it's like a full domination. I, I see the 10-8 aspect where the fight was almost stopped, that aspect of the 10-8. But then I also remember Charles having his back for a okay portion of the round, not a crazy amount, but you know, thirty seconds or however long it was. He had his yeah. back, and that's you know where he's most deadly. That's that's almost a fight-ending sequence if you were trying to compare it with that guy's jujitsu level. Yeah. So I uh, I don't know if it's a ten-eight, but I, I don't think, know if it's a ten-nine. You know, it's yeah, right it's in the middle. Like, it can be. Yeah, if there was a way to have a median of that, then that score, then yeah. But I don't know. That's that's tough. Uh, whatever West, what does West think? Yeah, West, no, I was just looking got? at stats, at the full stats, and yeah, there's in my mind, there's no way that that was a ten eight round. Like in my mind, for you to get a ten eight round, you have to basically. I understand Charles all almost did get finished, and that is one of the criteria. But at least you have to basically get finished and barely yeah. survive. But you also have to get dominated for the whole round. Like I, I don't know, I don't think you got dominated for the whole round. Like I think. When he when he got the takedown, because I'm looking at the round one stats right now, and it's he had one to in the first round. Charlie Olives had a takedown. He had ten significant strikes to Chandler's twenty eight, and Chandler had a sub attempt, and that was basically it. And he just outstruck him. But like twenty eight to ten significant strikes, while That's getting right. taken down. Da- like sure, if that was just it, maybe. But even then, I still don't think so. But like, uh, and then the takedown, and Charlie all of a sudden's back. Like, I don't know. I just don't, don't think that that quantifies as a ten eight round at all. Ten eight round means you weren't in it at any point. You were just getting your ass beat. This fight's kind of similar to, to McGregor versus Poirier in some ways. I think because McGregor looked good in that first round, right? Yeah, no, McGregor looked super good. He almost had Poirier out of there, and then, yeah, and but then not quite. It wasn't quite the same level. It wasn't like, quite the same dominance, but or like the same difference. But it was slightly like that in a way. But obviously, this one's much more profound and much more obvious. Yeah, but it's combat. like, yeah, you. I understand what you're trying to say. You wouldn't call that a ten-eight round, so you, yeah, you're not going to call that. It's a similar situation. Yeah, it's a similar... yeah, I don't understand. I think if it, when you see those rounds that are like twenty five to three significant strikes or like thirty to five or yeah. those are the that's ones a fucking where, ten eight. If, it, if it's like a Gaethje versus Ferguson beatdown, then those are like like yeah ten eight rounds. Max Holloway versus Calvin. Uh, yeah, Gitter, yeah like, those yeah, are ten eight. Those are ten eight rounds. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right, we'll oh. move on to the next question. Uh, it is. And I hope I get this guy's name right. The Logan Hale on Instagram. He uh, he asked uh, he asked us what's next for Tony Ferguson. So uh, Wes, I Quinton, I asked you first last time. Wes, what do you think's next for Tony? Just one one fight or one particular move that you think would be his best uh, best move right now? 
one particular move, I don't know, I think you should definitely fight somebody outside the top five. I mean, fuck, at this point, it's Tony. You want to make him look good, right? Because he's the legacy. So I'd say give him somebody top 15, like lower rank top 15. So fuck. I don't know. Give me uh, give me two seconds to go look at these rankings real uh, quick times here. I can throw a name right now if you want. Yeah, Quinton, go for it. Uh, mock Jeff, because I know Ferguson would take it just because nobody else wants to fight him. That is true. Wow. Yeah, or don't. But, but also, but also, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to see that because I don't want to see. I don't want to see Tony get dominated for another three rounds. To Cormier talking about how everyone's dodging Mokchev, like Belder, I guess, uh, dodged the offer. Um, somebody else. RDA. Like, he's fighting. Yeah, RDA did. Moises. Every smart he, veteran. Every smart veteran. Every smart veteran knows, but I know Ferguson's just a fucking crackhead and would be like, "Yeah, I'll fucking do it." <laughs> like he just. He would. Oh, I can get dominated again. No worries. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see the UFC doing that fight, but I definitely respect you going off the board, and I, I see, I see why you think that could happen. Because I think I don't think Ferguson gives a fuck. Um, also, I'd say Drew Dober maybe would be something. Yeah, I was gonna say Drew Dober, like Thiago Moises or something, like fourteen, fifteen, even Diego Ferreira. Yeah. Those are like those. I would say those were the guys that would definitely be in contention to fight Ferguson. And Ferguson's now a gatekeeper, honestly. He's like, yeah, my uh, my pick's pretty simple. I know Tony made out his tweet there and all his CS:GO fucking writing or whatever the fuck it is, but <laughs> uh, should only CSO. Yeah, he fucking uh, he. I know he said he wasn't retired, but. I just think you can replace Diego Sanchez with Tony, and instead of Cowboy getting a free win over uh, oh, Diego, yeah, I yeah. definitely think Tony could get a win over Cowboy, and they could both ride off into the sunset. Maybe I don't know. Maybe throw him on a pay per view. Fuck it. Like I still think Stroni would not be happy and want to fight again. <laughs> really? Yeah, Stroni would. lose Tony Ferguson. I'm not done until I win, motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, who is the uh, drug- yeah, it's who a rough one, but I mean, at least you're guaranteeing one of them a happy ending. Who's the drug dealer that CM Punk fought? Not Mickey Gall, because Mickey Gall is not a drug dealer. Um, <laughs> you don't know that. guy that he fought that he lost to. I can't even remember. Wasn't he a fucking, like, he wasn't even a real fighter, was he? He wasn't even, like, a real fighter. Fucking throw that guy to fucking throne. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a real fighter? Jesus beat Christ. CM Punk. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, I bet you CM Punk's much better now than he was. Yeah, when he at, first at, at tender age of forty four, <laughs> <laughs> he's just way too old to do it now. If yeah. he got in when he was like twenty one, twenty two, I'm sure he would have been okay. But yeah, no, he's just he he got in way too late, and he already wrestled. Wrestling puts off so many so many miles on your um, body. You're just traveling 360, well, not 165, but basically like almost uh, like 340 days or something like that. Yeah, you get like 20 days off in like a whole year. Um, it's fucking disgusting. And yeah, they don't they don't have benefits like like a lot of like athletes do. Like they have to pay for their own hotels. They don't they get like the it's not the best medical treatment, and uh, a lot of guys have caused a lot of issues medically. So he's that's just a guy who's got tried to get into something he's already kind of basically done in the way that it's, he's already put so much miles on like what's his name hardy he's done he he did uh football only for like three or four years he didn't do wrestling for 20 20 plus years like punk did um but yeah 
but that's besides the point. We're getting off track. <laughs> uh, I we got uh, questions. We, yeah, we'll do one. We'll do one more of these, and then we'll we'll head out here. Um, which one? We'll do this one. Uh, this is from Anthony P. And it's got his name's like Anthony P on okay. Instagram because he got a lot of A's in there. He's got a lot of A's. Anthony. Yeah, he wants to know what's next for the lightweight contenders that fought last night. So lightweight, I'm thinking. If he's talking about contenders, we just mentioned Tony Ferguson, so obviously we don't have to do that. And I mean, yeah. Uh, so he Darius. We kind of went through Darius a little bit. Um, yeah, but I'm just trying I think to think he of gets who the loser. I think he gets the loser of Poirier versus McGregor. Yeah, that's I that's would... all. That's a, that's a good matchup. If you're gonna rank him number three, that's fair. Yeah, that's that's definitely. I think I the big guy we need to fight somebody. I was about to say we need to account for Justin Gaethje. West, thank you. You took the words out of my mouth. Oh we need to account God, for yeah. this man. Why he needs he to fight getting... somebody, and um, if Michael Chandler can get clearance in time for this, makes sense. Um, just on the calendar, there's no reason why Michael Bro, Chandler and Justin Gaethje wants shouldn't to make a run or do RDA against Justin Gaethje. They've been sitting around. Just Gagey's number two. RDA's number seven. That's that's a fight up for fucking RDA, and that's still a name for Gagey. And also, Gagey doesn't give a fuck. I feel at this point. See, feel like but I'm here's the issue: but you I need to do that. Ahead of... You need to do that soon. If you're gonna do that, you need to do. No, that I agree. Like a but they're both guys who haven't fought. That's what I'm saying. Like they could do it. They could like they could book that to happen this summer. Yeah. I think yeah, I think our... they. Make oh, it sorry, late July, like make it like late July, early August or some shit. Give him like give him like a month or two. I know RDA's. I think he's passed, obviously, and most of us agree. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think that's a Ferguson, also another like Ferguson level. Um, yeah, see, RDA is more Ferguson level. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I mean, you can do it, and they both probably be down because they're both tough. All these guys. I'm just saying, Gagey needs to fight, and RDA w- thinks he's making a run at the belt and wants to fight, op- obviously, so he would probably do it as well. I'm I think they like... <laughs> sorry, sorry, I have to get this out. I think they like having a guy... I know, like, having Gagey just sitting there is kind of a waste of time, but I think the UFC almost likes having a guy that they could swap in and out in worst-case scenarios at this time, just without the lightweight division. Justin Gaethje's not going anywhere. He deserves another shot against a high-level guy, and the next time he fights, it should be against a top-five guy. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I want him to be. I want him to be the guy that actually fights Oliveira, to be honest. But but I don't think he deserves a title shot off a loss unless he get called endless. Well, he got a loss to Habib though, like the fucking king, and he ah, this is the thing. He was basically the top guy in a way, and now he's just been an afterthought for whatever reason because chandler comes in and he's fucking captain america it's because and... it's fucking recency bias and it's absolutely disgusting how it works and it's That's white why. it's white it's the dana white privilege like Ferguson. <laughs> that it i love that dana white privilege the dana white privilege like he just got he's the john cena i look at that guy as the one that vince mcmahon was like oh man he's like buff and he's all american and he's just you know he's everything like love that and he just got the push and Do you want to know why Dana White doesn't have a single? Oh no, Thug Rose. Never mind. I was gonna say Dana White doesn't have a single fucking American champion right now. That's why he was sweating. Yeah, he. But needed, he does have Thug Rose. He needed Rose. He needed Rose really bad. Yeah. After Stipe lost, he was like, "God damn." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, Usman is American. He is basically. Yeah, American. he used to be. He well, he used to have a different nickname other than Nigerian Nightmare, but uh, we don't yeah. need to get into that. 
Yeah, yeah. He was born in... Um, but yeah, the other contenders, I guess Michael Chandler's the other one. I'm going to say Gaethje. Like, I want Gaethje versus yeah. Chandler, but... And I think Gaethje would wall him, honestly. Yeah, but I think after just getting knocked out like that, Chandler's going to have to wait, like, two to three months before he'll get cleared to fight. Also, And Chandler then we'll have to do a training camp. So that'll be, like, another four months that I feel Justin Gaethje would have to wait before he gets I think he, he needs fight. to be sent down a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think he needs to work his way back up because after, you know losing to the champ i think you need to there's guys already ahead of you now because you lost and obviously it was to a really good fighter but he didn't deserve oh it so it's right okay away. for you to do that with michael chandler but it's not okay to do that with fucking gaichi gaichi lost to fucking khabib <laughs> yeah, yeah well michael chandler yeah. lost to charlie Olives, who's now the fucking champ so oh my god okay but if you don't think there's not a possibility of that belt moving hands up really quickly and multiple times over the next two years you yeah. need to check yourself oh 100 percent that belt buddy, can move I, hands I, like I, four buddy, times buddy i i'm a dustin poirier supporter i want to believe that dustin poirier is going to beat mcgregor and then i want to believe that dustin poirier is also going to beat charles for the belt, so because I want to see the diamond with the fucking legit belt, I just want to see it. Listen, we could talk about the lightweight division all fucking day, but we could. I mean, it's so stacked, bro. It is the greatest it, division in the UFC. It is. There's no other. There's no other division like it. I don't know. Imagine a division where stacked, you take bro. the goat. Imagine where you, the division where you take the goat out, and it's still the best division in the UFC. Oh my god! Imagine, <laughs> like, imagine we only had four divisions. Like, like we used to only have four divisions. Like. That would have been fucking nuts if we still if it was only welterweight, lightweight, middleweight. We yeah, we wouldn't world. have a fucking roster of like six hundred fighters though either. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There wouldn't be as many. But imagine like if they like took the like the lightweight, the featherweight, and like smushed them together. Like that would be fucking un like nobody would ever get an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be waiting forever for a title shot yeah, like i'm on a i'm on a 13 fight winning streak oh yeah well i'm on a 17 fight winning streak yeah, yeah exactly. it's like well you're gonna have to wait and then after that 17 fight winning streak you get injured in training camp so they feel you're following somebody else and you get fucked because there's all so many other people waiting yeah, yeah that's how it'd be fucking- that's why we're we need more weight divisions fuck it give it more titles who gives a fuck give me the yeah. 165 division <laughs> How about a division for guys who can't make weight? So it's just the catch move one seventy to one seventy five, and then Honestly, add one sixty five. Open Bam. weight division would be kind of cool. Anybody who wants to join it, no, because then you'd see more shit of like those old videos where you'd see like four hundred pound fat fucks fighting that's like the, average sized dudes. That's, that's you just want to see some gigantic dude get his ass kicked by some normal dude that actually knows how to fight. That's a that's the beauty of it. It would be so. Go watch fight circus. Go watch fight circus. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> okay, pizzazz. buddy. I want to add a little pizzazz to the UFC, and you're all. Grow a pair and have some fun. Uh, all right. I think that's good for the fan question segment. Thank you, everybody who yeah, sent in questions. If we minutes. if we didn't answer your question, we're sorry. We'll get to it next week. Just keep sending them in. You can send them in on Twitter. On Instagram, we're at Throwingbows underscore Podcast or underscore Pod, depending on. I don't know. I can't remember. Who who can remember these things? Yeah, not me. Not me. I think we're on TikTok too. If you can find us down there, Whoa, that'd be I crazy. Didn't know we were on TikTok. Yeah, I got like six thousand views on one of our TikToks. Like our second TikTok I made. I was like, this is. I haven't made another one yet. But what the fuck? Okay, I need to see. I don't have TikTok, so I don't know anything really. Like I, I see TikToks on Instagram. That's the most. Um, yeah, that's our age. That's our age group kind of living right there. 
Yeah. I'm not I, you guys don't have TikTok though. Do you? Yeah, I do, I do because not. Dustin does and my girlfriend does. Uh, they I send me know, all dude. kinds of TikToks. I can hear Nick, like my roommate, just watching TikToks all the time. <laughs> um, oh, anyway, um, I can hear like a cat or something. Or it sounds it's like probably cat. Wes's cat, honestly. It's not my cat. Do you want to know what it is? It's fucking the children in my building yelling because my window's open because it's nice outside. Oh, true, true, true. Tell those kids to shut up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Keep I already don't like shut. kids, and then I gotta hear them fucking yelling. I like kids, but <clears throat> I shouldn't say that because now I'm gonna have fucking Dateline coming into my. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're just gonna end it on that. I gotta go before uh, the FBI comes and finds me. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So Thursday, I, I think that's everything we need to talk about. I mean, there's lots of news we could fucking sit here and talk for like three hours, but yeah, yeah. Thursday. We don't need to do that. We Thursday or Friday. That. We got Thursday. Um, do you want me to tell you? Um, do you want to do a live or did you want to do, um, or did we you should want just to do a fucking insta live? We've been meaning to do it for, we, we keep saying we're going to do it and we haven't done it. We should fucking actually just goddamn do it. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm just afraid of showing my face to like the 750 people who follow us or whatever. Man. Well, no, who knows like, who will visit, but, um, bro, uglier, uglier people than us do face reveals. So who cares? <laughs> I don't want to have girls hitting my DMs after. Yeah, Why not, I know, Quentin? Like, fucking You'll have guys. all the Brazilian girls because you're like the white Charles Oliveira. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Dude, I look like... Okay, on the video game, if you want... I don't know, you're just tall, long, lanky, and skinny, and for some reason when that man smiles, I don't know, I kind of think it looks similar to you. I don't if, know, bro. I look like Renato Moicano. In um, <laughs> UFC, UFC 3, I look like Renato Moicano because... I was like playing it, and my roommate walked in, and he was like, "Dude, that guy looks exactly like you." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I don't know. Like a fucking character from Big Mouth. (laughs) 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 I don't. It doesn't look good, but I'm like, "Damn, he kind of does, though." It's my. It's my Portuguese. It's the Portuguese because you know we colonized Brazil, so. (laughs) Wow. Oh my fucking! I don't want to get into it, but yeah. All I have to say is if you have if you have a, a wife or girlfriend and you listen to this podcast, please do not let her watch our Instagram live or else you'll lose her. <laughs> oh yeah. Quentin, Quentin will steal your girl. I'm telling you right now. Like if people yeah, laugh, Quentin, people won't believe Quentin me, but... will. We won't, but Quentin will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely am a ladies man. Um, you know, <laughs> All you know right. Well you. it's been a pleasure. Uh it's been a pleasure talking <laughs> to you guys. It's fucking always good to catch up. Yeah. All right. See you later. We'll, I'll talk boys. to you guys in a couple of days. We'll fucking thanks for listening. Everyone who tuned in, send more questions. Fucking DM us. Do whatever you're gonna do. Have a good day. Just enjoy things. <laughs> All right, bye. All fuck right, peace them out. kids. <laughs> Go fuck you.